From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. It's an open topic show, so we're looking for your questions to get your projects completed around the house. No matter if you're getting your house ready for all the fall activities or trying to finish that project you started this summer. Sorry, sweetie. Let's talk about quick fixes, big projects, even major renovations. We want to hear from you this morning. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Whatever questions you got this morning, we're open to them. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. It's an open topic show, so we're looking for your questions to get your projects completed around the house. No matter if you're getting your house ready for all the fall activities, trying to finish that project you started this summer. That's me. Sorry, sweetie. Let's talk about quick fixes, big projects, even major renovations. We want to hear from you this morning. You can share your comments and experiences, even something you're working on this morning that you need help with. This morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you fellas doing this morning? Man, I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. There you go. So what are y'all working on, Dell? Me, I've um, just finished up uh, wiring up a garage, um, ran some new power out to a store shed, and um, I got a, a place that's rotted down, and we got to uh, build back the structures. Uh, now, let's get, really you know, let's get this full story, because Jeff and I have already heard this this morning. Now you were talking about <laughs> this was this was about 140 feet from of, the house, yes, from the house to the shed that you were going to put underground, and you decided to grab a shovel. I went old fashioned. I went back to uh, 19. <laughs> I, I didn't realize my true age, and I started digging. I did about maybe 20 feet before I realized, you know, there's... probably really two feet, right? Yeah, yeah. I, the ground was hard too, man. <laughs> it hadn't rained in a while, and I realized I said, "Wow." Uh, with today's technology, what am I doing? Right, it really yeah. hit me like, why are you doing this? Right. You and, you had a picture of a trencher in your mind, didn't right. you? Right. At that moment, I knew. <laughs> I, I told him, I said, look, guys, the labor man has quit, and I'm finna go and get a trencher. Right. There and I was the labor guy. That's how it's done. <laughs> Jeff, how about you? What are you working on, man? Oh, well, we, we, we uh, fortunately sold um, three of our houses, so trying to get those punched out and closed and mm-hmm. trying to kick off a couple more and then... You know, of course, finishing I up. Feel our, bad for you. Yeah, man. business well, is always just so. Well, bad. business is good. We're very, very lucky, and and um, uh, trying to finish up some fire jobs. And, okay. Well, um, this is. I have been working on something that, that this this topic today, the open topic of whatever it is that you're doing, we can help. Remember, folks, we have two contractors here that get this kind of thing done every day of their lives, and then there's me. 
So I'm working on this project, mm-hmm. right? And my wife wants this uh, kind of a bookshelf thing, but it really is to cover up all the video games from the kids. Okay. So, uh, so this is my for- first foray into like wall cabinetry, oh, like wow. custom making oh, a cabinet. Yeah. And um, make sure here's you the deal, folks. It. Well, I did. I designed it, but here's the deal. I uh, we talked about this on the very first show that we did fix it 101 Dell. Mm-hmm. there's a term in construction or uh diy or whatever you want to call it and that term is square oh wow. square means something is uh square and level square and level with the yeah and and the best way to describe it is that lines that are supposed to be perfectly perpendicular are supposed to be perfectly perpendicular yeah. without um, character Right. Let's don't put no character blemish. in it. No character. So, okay. so that's a square. Well, when you're building a custom cabinet to go onto the wall, you have to take into account that the wall may not be square. Oh, that plays with your eyes. And therefore, your cabinetry cannot be square either. You've got to divide those two yeah, and, and it, find common ground in the middle. So it's uh, so that's what I've been working on, and it's taken a lot of <laughs> Love and passion and patience. <laughs> a lot of love. I love it. Right, yeah. yeah. It needs a lot of love and hammers. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. Uh, of course, you can send an email, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, we've got an email question here, and uh, this is from Kim. She says, I believe I heard you all talking about some product that really helped remove mildew outside. I'm hoping you can share that information with me once again. I have a, a back patio that needs some attention. Kim, that was me. I was talking about a uh, solution that I got at one of the big box stores, but you can get them in any hardware store, um, your local store, whatever. But it's just a general purpose outside cleaner, and when you smell it, it's going to smell a lot like bleach, but that's not the only thing in there. Um, it is a... It, literally, it'll say general purpose outside cleaner, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and and everybody has their version of it. It's pretty much the same thing. It's like a a house wash kind of thing, and I used this on the house this year. You can also use it on concrete. You can use it on your decks. You can use it anywhere outside where mold forms, uh, mildew forms. You can spray this on there, and then you immediately use water to spray it off. Uh, so that it doesn't just sit there and penetrate constantly, but it's just a general purpose outside cleaner. Comes in a gallon jug, so that's that's going to be what you're looking for. Kind of like the size of a Clorox jug. It looks it like make that. sure it does say uh, mold and mildew remover. Yes, yes. So that's that's what you want to use if it's like that. And I can tell you from using it myself this year, it <clears> worked <throat> like a champ. And even on the wood on the on the deck, it will take that mildew off. Uh, quickly because as we've said on the show pressure washing wood is bad don't do that if you if you can help it yeah if you can keep from going wild with a pressure washer around your house is probably best right um even though that is one of the more fun power tools on the market you know it, it it is, and there's a place for a pressure washer around the house. Right. Um, but the uh, you've you got to be very, very careful with what you're doing. You don't want to use high pressure. Um, a bucket with a with a brush and a pole works very well. Okay. Little and, elbow grease. Uh, yeah. So. And, and, and too, um, sometimes people want to think they can use a pressure washer on the shingles. 
It, it may do the job, but it's going to come back to hunt you because you wash all your granules away, and uh, your roof is going to deteriorate a lot faster. Yeah, and even even though you know if you have a brick home and you want to pressure wash your brick, that is not a good idea. Uh, that is a baked on uh, finish on top of that mm-hmm. brick that you could damage with that pressure washer. Make those wow. bricks real porous. And, so, okay, and the, good uh, to know. Stop. A driveway is is probably your best Aggress- best uh, place. Uh, yeah, the yeah. walkway in the driveway. Yeah. Okay. All right. Or a certain type of vinyl siding and stuff like that. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. If these two guys pulled up in your driveway in their respective own trucks, it would cost you about 150 bucks for their opinion. You're getting it today for free, so you want to give those numbers a call. Got another email here. You guys, remember last week we talked to the bug guy, uh, Abel Premier Pest, mm-hmm. uh, where it was in, and... Uh, I've got a question here. Uh, they said uh, Cynthia in New Orleans said she got uh, beneficial nematodes, dissolve them in water, and spray them all over the yard and under the house. It sinks into the soils and to the soil and kills both fleas and grubs. Wow! And you can buy this stuff. She said from Gardens Alive by mail. I guess that's a website. Gardens Alive. Uh, it really works and doesn't harm anything else, she says. That might uh, pertain to that guy that had the flea problem that just couldn't get rid of that, those that's fleas. What, yeah, that's what I was hoping to, to address. There was a, a really bad flea problem that a, that a person had. It seemed like none he did worked. It just they kept coming back. Right. So beneficial nematodes. I have no clue what that is, but apparently you can get it at uh, Gardens Alive. And it will help you with fleas. Is it so. environmental friendly? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It's very environmental friendly. Beneficial nematodes are microscopic, and I'm getting this from Google. Okay, okay. <laughs> microscopic, non-segmented roundworms right. that occur naturally in soil, and then inside the nematodes, you got a symbiotic bacteria that, when released inside, can kill an insect within 24 to 48 hours. Whoa! Very scientific there. Yeah, you know, Java, you could have just left out the Google part. You know I mean, what, though? Well, we got to be we got to be truthful, transparent. <laughs> Transparency, I get From it. now on, you know what we ought to do, though, Java, is we got to get the like the Google voice thing to say yes, it so that we yes. can't take credit for it. You know, like that little <laughs> mechanical guy that talks back to you. Yeah, Siri. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah the, the Google Siri. Java's better. All right, well, uh, if any of you know this uh, organization, the Home Builders Association of Jackson is doing their home maintenance for fall list. And here's some really cool ones um, that you really want to watch for. Number one, caulk the gaps around your home. I would suggest looking at the windows. Another thing that people don't see a lot of, you can take the uh, spray foam stuff Mm -hmm. just a little bit, folks, just a little bit. But the spray foam, uh, recently people were talking about the gaps that are between your sheetrock if you pull the if you pull the outlet cover off or mm-hmm. a switch cover, yep. the the little plate thing mm-hmm. back in there are a lot of places where air can get through, bugs can get through right there at the outlet box or switch box, and you can put some of that spray foam back there. They they actually make a foam pad uh, that you can get at your big box store. Pull your pull your um, device uh-huh. plate off. Put the foam pad on there, but go up in the attic. Now, Uh on the hammer scale, we're going to get a few more hammers on this. But if your builder did not fill the holes in your top plate, Uh 
uh, that's a great place for that um, expansion. In, in spe- and they make two kinds. They make a, um, for lack of better words, they make one that doesn't expand as much as the other one. Right. So get the low expansion, uh-huh. and where that wire is coming through that top plate, shoot you a little bit of foam in there, and that that stops. Ninety-five percent of that airflow. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, and the and the neat thing is is and you got to be careful with that that uh, expansion foam, folks, because if you put it inside something, yes, it's going to expand. And a lot of times, if you don't give it enough room or you put too much of that stuff in there, it will explode the thing you're putting in. That's right. It can yeah. it can warp a door. It, it, oh, yeah. it can do it can do some damage. So L- less is is better. Don't, oh yes, you know, let with it expand and foam. see. Right, and get the one for small cracks. Don't get the the, the large open uh the big hole there you can. go i got you yeah. all right so angela's on the line in mobile and you're having uh noise in the faucet what kind of noise is this angela yeah whenever we turn our kitchen faucet on there's a big banging noise in the bedroom and mm. hang on how far <laughs> is the faucet away from the bedroom it's in it's about uh 25 feet Okay. All right. Something's not stapled to the wall. Yeah. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think of the name of. You can put it at your at your water heater. Your feed coming into the house is probably over there on that wall, Um, and it's either a loose pipe in the wall. um, And what he means by loose is not strapped to the wall. Right. Not not strapped to your framing. Right. Um, so what happens is it kind of vibrates and knocks up against yeah. the stud. Um, oh. Call a I would I would call a plumber. Let them know what's going on. And there there's a device they can put at your water heater that uh-huh. that may cure that, which would keep you from cutting sheetrock out to strap that pipe. Oh, would that be wow. like a pressure valve reliever or something? Sure I'll that. think of the name of it here in a minute. But yeah, yeah. As soon as you're off the air, Jeff will get it. Perfect yeah, daylight. That's right. Yeah, just buffing a little this morning. Uh, <laughs> Buffering. Uh, a hammer arrester. Uh, a hammer arrester. That's what it's called. Your plumber just sent in a text. Didn't <laughs> yes. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, Angela, look into that. A uh, hammer arrester for for your system may get that knocking out of there. Uh, but what that is, it's a pipe that is not firmly clamped to the wall stud and is going to keep knocking until you do something. So. All right, lovely. Thank you. <laughs> lovely. Thank you. Thanks, Angela. <laughs> Appreciate it. So um, let's keep going. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Uh, today's an open topic day, so no question is off the table. What projects are you working on this fall? You putting together an outside sitting area? Nice. Maybe you want to do a little remodeling before the holiday season and the in-laws roll around. Call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. 
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. And Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. Today is an open topic day. We're just here to help. Got a couple of contractors here that you would normally pay for that are on the house. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or, of course, you can send us one of these uh, email thingies. And we'll answer that, too. It's fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, so I mentioned I was making building this cabinet for my wife uh, for, like, all the video games and stuff like that so that it'll be nice and hidden and also give her a place to put pictures and knickknacks on, that kind of sort of thing. And it has been a process because I learned within the process that my house is not square. By the way, no house ever has been square. So let's go to uh, Kathleen in Osaka. And you've got a comment about this uh, cabinet I'm finishing, right, Kathleen? Jason, yes, Jason, ma'am. Jason. <laughs> uh, a little cheat sheet here. Okay. Now, if you haven't already bought all the paraphernalia to do what you're doing, uh-huh. a lot of times they have unfinished furniture, you know, places. Right. I don't know if they still do as much as they used to. But you can buy the cabinets unfinished shelving or whatever kathleen i'm gonna hang up on you (laughs) here's the deal i have spent the last month and a half meticulously measuring everything nine times and cutting them 12 times and it's still Um, too short and it's still too short yeah (laughs) no i've actually built kathleen i've built the cabinet it's actually built now now i'm to the point of where i have to install it but I'm looking okay. at it because it's like this evil look I'm getting from it because it's like I'm going to have to squeeze you into this portion of the yeah. house. And I know that wall has got a warp in it. I can feel it. Mm. You know, you know, Kathleen, I think if Jason ever went and purchased a cabinet, he couldn't look himself in the, in the, I, I couldn't. In, in the mirror. No. I mean, you just couldn't do it. No. That no. takes away from the treasure. It does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. If you should try when you get it up. Okay. Uh-huh. If you want doors or something on the front, you if someone is interested, they can buy the ready-made shelving or the back part, put it together, and you can use a flat molding to cover where you put the uh, shelvings together. Uh-huh. You know, like if you have one column, two yeah. column, three column, and you can have <clears throat> doors, glass doors, wooden mm-hmm. doors, whatever you choose, put it onto that. Nice. It's, it's sort of a shortcut, but... Um, I know you're going to give it heck. It's you, going to do great. No, it's and, it's my intention to spend at least 300% more than the project actually costs before <laughs> it's over with, just to make sure I do it the way I should. Overkill. All right. right. Thanks, Kathleen. I appreciate it. Let's move it along to Barbara in uh, Louisiana. Barbara, you, know, you, wanted, you wanted to talk about that mold stuff? I had that and some other things. Okay. Yeah, that mold stuff is just like general purpose outdoor home cleaner. Just plain old home cleaner. How about... Uh, yeah, but it is made for outdoor. Clorox? Uh, you can use Clorox, but Clorox... Um, that would dig into that wood, too, wouldn't it? Oh, Clorox is going to destroy wood. Well, that, eventually. That, that, too, Barbara, as you know, when you get a drop of that Clorox on your clothes... Uh-huh. That, well, throw them away. Um, right, the product that that uh, we're talking about is called Joe Max. Joe Max. Uh-huh. Yes. Joe Max. Joe Max. Or the regular right. house wash. I got that. Okay, now 
I'll go up to the hardware store and see about getting some of that. There you go. Now, need to ask you a question. Okay. Um, I, I'm 84 years old, mm-hmm. but I know how to do things still. Well, good for you. Okay, I have uh, the uh, French doors leading out of my room onto a brick patio that overlooks the lake. I'm, I'm fortunate. You are. But mm-hmm. uh, you know how the ground shifts, you know, underneath mm-hmm. buildings and things? Yes, ma'am. I'm getting some water in one of those doors that's on the corner of the house, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, the bottom area from the first row of glass, uh-huh. picture, French door, or glass, there's a, probably maybe about a six-inch or eight-inch board across there. Mm-hmm. Up in there, it you know, it's kind of hollow, and they put a board up in there and then put your stuff on top of that. It sounds. Am I any sense? Yes, ma'am. It sounds like. Uh, okay. that. Can I take that off? Hmm. Can I take the door off the hinges? Mm-hmm. Lay it down on the floor and take that little piece of wood. It's about two and a half inches wide. That's shoved up in there, mm-hmm. and then the metal is pulled back down over it and fixed. Right. Can I take and pull that metal back? Take that little board out. Cut me another little board to go in there. And do that. For a temporary fix, sure. What you should use is something like the PVC wood, something that won't rot on you, or, or is it a compost. A what? Uh, 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 hey, Barbara. Uh-huh. Is your hey. Pat, does your patio have positive drainage away from your house? Have you uh, put a level on it? And no, may- I, I, I can put my eye on it and tell you no. Okay, okay. That's, let's, let's cure the problem. Okay, because all you're doing is putting a Band-Aid on it. Get positive drainage away from your house. It is only going to get worse. Okay. And, um, you know, it doesn't doesn't take a lot, but get positive drainage away from your house. Then fix the rotten wood, and and your problem is solved. Okay. You You follow me? Then I know how to fix the other part, too, then. Right. Okay. Okay. well, One thank you, Barbara. Thing, and then okay. I'll let you go and let somebody else talk to you. Uh, <clears throat> you were talking about putting a caulking around outside of the house there. Yes, ma'am. You know where the patio comes up to the house, mm-hmm. where the brick patio comes up to the house. There is uh, a little gap in there. Can I put some caulking like clear in there on that? Well, they've got some uh, uh, special caulk for a situation like that that you use on masonry. Uh, okay, like out, about it. outdoors. Uh, what, what is that stuff called? It's gray. Yeah, um, um, you can get it at your big box store. It comes in a uh, squeeze tube, um, and it is built for concrete, uh, bonding to uh, a concrete. Yeah, concrete filler. Uh, it's in the tube. Uh, okay, cool. All it, right. It'll work perfect for that. All right, let's uh, take one more call before we go to break, Java. We'll go to uh, Timothy in Louisiana. Our mountain band. How's it going, Timothy? How's living off the grid? Man, I'm a swamp man. I know. How's living on the grid? Or off the grid? It's wonderful. As a matter of fact, I'm improving it. I'm, I've been making so much power that, you know, I've like a, got a shunt that puts excess power off into 
my hot water heater. Right. But I've got even more than I need for that. So I'm now I'm going to break water. Break water. Yes. What is water? Wait. Uh, H two O. Right. Hydrogen yeah. and oxygen. Exactly. Two things that burn very very well. Okay. Timothy, you're scaring me. Wait, are you are you going to do like a nuclear accident in, in uh, Louisiana? Oh no 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 no! I, I'm just taking my excess power and create doing through electrolysis, creating hydrogen oxygen mix that I will then compress and run into the house to cook with instead of the propane. Oh, okay, yeah, I, gotcha. I got you. All right, what was your okay. comment about the latest project, Timothy? That is my latest project. Oh, oh, okay. You ought to yeah. be able to give the neighbors some power. Pardon me? <laughs> Seem like you could give the neighbors a little power if there's any. Oh, yeah, but they're too cranky, you know? <laughs> Are you sure you're not the cranky one, Timothy? Oh, I might be. Right. right. <laughs> All right, man, I appreciate it. I love this show, though, and I'm glad you put it on Saturday. You needed to do two shows, though, have a live one on Saturday, too, so that the people who are off, you know, and, you know, you, right. you want to get a caller from work, you know. Well, make more contributions, Timothy. We'll see if we can't work that out for you. I will do my best. There you Y'all go. have a groovy one. You too. All right, you know what? Uh, we need to go ahead and take a break there. All right, yeah, let's do that. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Appreciate the call, Timothy. Today's an open topic day. Whatever it is you want to talk about. And, Mary, you need to stay on the line there in Starkville. We're going to get your uh, washing machine question here pretty soon. Maybe you want to do a little remodeling before the holiday season and the in-laws roll around. Call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on. It's 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today's an open topic day. You can ask any question you want. We're just here to help. You can let us uh, help you complete your home improvement projects. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Let's go straight to Mary in Starkville. And you had a question about your washing machine, Mary? Hi. Yeah, that's correct. Something strange has happened to my washing machine. I think I've diagnosed the problem, but I don't know how to fix it. It seems that the draining cycle is now spinning, and the spinning cycle is now draining. Is that even possible? Yeah. And how can I go about fixing it? What I kind of washer? It, it didn't help. What kind of washer is it? It's a Samsung. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I, I, this is going to sound crazy. We, we've had the appliance guy on the uh, on the show here several times, and and. I'll tell you, Mary, he's told us several times, try to stick with the kind of the old fashioned brands of the, your Whirlpools or Maytags Maytag. or, you know, uh, and the reason being is that, is that, uh, the Samsungs and LGs of the world are not there yet with their, uh, repairability. Uh, they're not okay. very easily repaired, but 
what you're talking about with the washing machine, believe it or not, I have a Samsung washing machine, which I bought uh-huh. previous to getting to know the appliance guy. Uh-huh. Um, and I've had very similar problems. There's a timer in there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh. Yeah, uh, the timer. First thing you want to check is all your switches. The first thing that goes out on any um, on any uh, washer or dryer or switches. But the there is a timer, an actual physical manual timer that's inside that machine. It's it's oh. not like a digital timer, and it can okay. spring. Yeah. Now, uh, if there is if there is a um, uh, an appliance person out there who might have a better idea for Mary, please give us a call eight seven seven MPB ring. Um, Mary, keep listening to the show. I bet you someone's going to call in and say, "I know exactly what's going on with." That Maybe Washington. Timmy's listening. Oh. And he'll call in. Maybe. But now, Mary, if you start taking that messing with that timer, make sure you unplug that washer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Remember. Is it in the back, or I have to remove a panel? Well, or? your biggest friend here, and I know that we joked about it a couple of weeks ago that Jeff said it. I know it sounds crazy, but get the model number of of the machine and Google uh-huh. that model number, yeah. and you're going to be That's shocked right. with how many YouTube videos come up of people fixing okay. the exact same problem you're having. Yeah. Well, that was my next plan, but I wanted to call you guys first. Well, I know I, it sounds crazy, but I've fixed my washer and dryer a couple of times, each one, from watching the YouTube video of what yeah. happened when you have these symptoms with this model number. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I have a homeowner protection policy that I found out doesn't cover this, so I canceled it. Right. <laughs> I, I that was smart. I Things, but it seems like they never cover what you actually need. You're Mary. I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that story. Insurance works. It's. Um, I think I don't know. Better to save your money and Another show. Your own. <laughs> right. Right. Yes, your ma'am. Own little repair budget. Right. Yes. Use YouTube. Yes, there ma'am. you go. All right. Well, thank and, you very much. And, and listen to Fix It One Hundred One. And call us. <laughs> yeah, listen to Fix It One Hundred One. And if you get it over your head, Mary, please don't hesitate to call a contractor. Okay. Thank All right. you so much. Thank you, ma'am. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Got another electrical question here on email from uh, Lauren. She says, how do I troubleshoot fixing an electric oven that will not heat anymore? It's about 15 years old. Is there an online resource I can uh, consult? Uh, Dell's over here shaking his head <laughs> because uh, we also have learned that the lifespan of newer appliances, when I say newer in the past 20 years, are are much shorter than they used to be. Sure. You used to buy an oven and expect that to last the lifetime of the home. Almost. Yeah, three generations. Right. Uh, but that is not the case. It, 15, just won't, it just won't work anymore. Okay, yeah. And 15 years in, um, we that may be the heating element. That's what it yes. sounds like. Right. And 15 years in is probably not worth... Um, repairing it. Now, the issue you run into, it's 15 years old. Uh, If it's a wall oven, the new one's not going to fit in the same space. Right, Um, that's true. And if it's a slight... Chances of a new one fitting in your existing space is is probably slim. Okay, uh, so you know what? Instead of guessing, we actually have a pro on the phone. So we're going to go to... uh, Hey, Timmy, are you there? I'm here. Have you been listening, man? Man, just for a minute. Okay, so so we have a question. 
uh, right here that's about uh, an oven that's 15 years old and has stopped heating. And I, uh, I, we're thinking either the heating element or a power phase is gone. Yeah, could be. I mean, you said it's 15 years old. Uh-huh. Man, it could be, a you know, the little dial knob on there, the little thermostat. Mm-hmm. That thing had gone bad, or it could be the heating element. You know, nine times out of ten, that's usually the two things that go bad on those, um, on those older ones. Um, you know, they're pretty trustworthy, you know, if you right. want to say. Um, but yeah, I mean, it could be either one of those. Man, well, I can't believe we had to. We had to. Uh, it's, it's like, what was that game show? Oh, uh, we had show? to phone a friend. Yeah, we had to phone a friend. We had to phone a friend. <laughs> right, right. That's, uh, let's let's make a millionaire or something. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, don't go anywhere. We got another guy on the line here that you might be able to help out. Glenn, are you with us? Hey, uh, Glenn. Hello. Hey, Glenn. Uh, you've got a dryer that won't dry. Well, uh, it'll dry, but it stops right in the middle of the cycle. Stops in the middle of the cycle? Yes. You know, if you turn it on and you set it for like 35 minutes, maybe run for 10, maybe 15, then it'll stop drying. I tell you what, is it? Is this a new dryer? It's a GE. Uh, I guess it's about 10 years old, I guess. Go, Timmy. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a little disc switch on the back of that thing whenever the uh, heating element overheats or when the uh, it's got also got a centrifugal switch inside the actual motor that spins the drum um it could either be one of those two things that centrifugal switch has gone bad which turns on the heating elements or it could be that disc switch in there that's basically making it overheat and when it overheats it shuts the whole thing down but it should pop itself back on if you push the button like the the button where you push it and make it come back on. Right. It, that, it will, you have to reset it. It will come back on, uh, but it takes it about five, maybe ten minutes. I guess yeah. it's cooling down. If you can press the button, and it'll come yeah. back on and run for another 15 minutes or 20 minutes. Probably, probably need to check your uh, dryer vent to make sure that you don't have any obstructions in there. You know, a bunch of lint, you know. Good point. And squirrels to get up in that thing and make a little nest, all <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but you said some kind of little gadget in the back of it. Yeah, it's usually a, a disc switch in there that that pops on and off. You know that that uh, usually cuts off the heating element. Okay, you it, got it, another it, one back there that cuts the whole thing off if it um yeah, it, it gets too hot. Right, it's just I think it's just the heating element that goes off. Well. It stops rolling and, and everything, so I guess it's just the whole thing off. The only thing you hear is the timer. Yeah, then that's. I mean, it could be a timer issue, but if you hear that timer is ticking, then it's probably going to be that disc switch in the back of it. It's this little round switch; it's got two wires coming off of it. Man, where else can you go in the world besides Fix It One Hundred and One <laughs> to right. to fix a dryer that won't dry? You've got a squirrel issue, right? How's that? You know, we hey, went all the listen, way there. Yeah, listen, I'm I'm impressed that Timmy's up this early. Right, that's true. That's Thanks, right, Timmy. Right, what about the lady from Starchville had the um, switching uh, cycles with the Samsung? Oh, the Samsung. Yeah, did you hear that call, Timmy? No, I didn't get to hear it, man. I, like Jeff said, I just woke he up. He just woke right, up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there were some late-night air conditionings to attend to. <laughs> right. Um, 
So, yeah, no, someone called uh, with a Samsung, <clears throat> and uh, what was the issue, Dell? Something about it wouldn't drain, and it was changing cycles. Yeah, it, it, it flip-flopped. It drained on the wash and washed on the drain cycle right. or something? That's probably going to be that board. Okay. Oh, the, the, the actual computer portion of the dryer. The, get, the one piece of the dryer that doesn't actually dry anything. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And the most expensive. Or washer. Washer. Right. Right. Or washer, washer, yeah. yeah. All right. What it was. Timmy, I really appreciate you coming on and helping us out with the <laughs> appliance <laughs> stuff Don't today. Zone call. Anytime I can help, man, feel free. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Yep. All right, Bye. we're going to take a quick break. Today is an open topic day, so no question is off the table. We'll even call an expert if we need to. <laughs> Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today's an open topic day. You have access to two contractors on the house. And as we found in the last one, if we don't know the answer, we'll uh, we'll call a favor in. So uh, join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. All right, uh, I got an email in just a few moments ago, uh, and it says, Hi, I have a dryer that is spinning but not getting hot. It's a Kenmore 700, about 12 years old. Um, I know that we had Timmy on earlier, but we have had this question before, and I've actually had my dryer do the same thing, just kind of spin and not really get warm or do anything. There's a couple of things on there that I've replaced on my dryer, uh, it's a little difficult to get a hold of, meaning meaning to get to. But if you if you have a small ply or something like that, you can use to get in there. And some of the washers and dryers have like Phillips head screws on them. But anyway, you take the casing off down at the down at one of the portions of the dryer. Um, you'll see where a thermostat is. There's a thermostat and another thing called a thermistor. Uh, and these two are fairly easily changeable cheap parts around the $20 range, and you can change them yourself with uh, a, just a screwdriver, but it can save you from spending another, what, 300 to $600 on a dryer, and, and, I've, and I've had to do that on two separate dryers. It's something that occasionally goes out. Just uh, what's happening is that the dryer's getting too hot, uh, and, and so the thermostat is telling it don't get any hotter. So it cools it down all the way. And typically it has to do with what Timmy mentioned before, which is blockage in the airway to get all that hot air out of the house. Mm-hmm. So. I would say if you're a homeowner and you have uh, one of these new appliances, it might be a smart idea to invest in one of those little electrical testers. So you can, um, just test it. If, if something goes out, you can see if the voltage is going there. Oh, you yeah. know which part or which sensor to replace because there are several different parts in there that's, uh, okay. that goes out. Right. All right, let's keep on moving. Emma's on the line in Quitman County, and you've got a smell in this older house? Oh, yes, sir. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. This was actually uh, when we bought this house, mm-hmm. I noticed that already, that smell that when when we come in, when we go out for a few hours and then uh, we open the door, there is something smell that knitting us and some that I don't, I cannot describe from where this smell is because I've been looking all corners of the house if there is anything that is, you know, but there's nothing. Is this... I don't know if there is anything that I can use to treat this type of uh, issue. All right, go for it, Jeff. Is... Is your house on a slab or is it conventional foundation? Yeah, it's a slab. It is a slab. So mm. nothing's dead underneath yeah, the house. Yeah, I was thinking, you know. Um, it could be in the walls. It could be in the wall. It could be um, the squirrel in the attic has died. And, and, and that is a very, very difficult smell to describe. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a way to help with the smell. I've done it before myself. Um, I don't know if you have one of these, Emma. Sometimes they can run a little pricey, but um, smell is carried so often by the humidity in the room. So uh-huh. if you have plenty of air conditioning on uh, and if you get a dehumidifier, uh, a dehumidifier. Correct. And what that dehumidifier. Yes. And what that does is it, its only job is to take the moisture out of the air. Um, and and you'll find that a lot of smell goes with right. that moisture. And then there's actually another machine you can get. It's called an air scrubber. Um, but you need to find the source. That, right. That, yeah. That's something's dead. Is so, it all over what it the sounds house? like? Um, it's room by room. You know. And you've checked. You've checked for natural gas. It's not anything like that, correct? No, it's not. Okay. It's not an old insulation smell or nothing like that. You know, just old house smell. Oh. <laughs> it like sure it it, it sure sounds like an animal possibly in the wall or the attic. <clears throat> but, you know. Okay. All right, thanks a lot Emma. We appreciate it, but I I would look in that direction. Yeah. Uh, yeah and also uh, as you mentioned, wet, dirty insulation smells mm-hmm. horrible. All right, yeah. so let's go to uh uh Mark in Franklin and uh you're pulling up a floor. What kind of floor is this, Mark? It's an old vinyl tile floor, and it's got it's like this green um, uh, stuff breaks apart really on the back of it. No, it's just it's just it's just tile. I don't know what kind of material. It's it's how 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 old is this tile, Mark? It's probably from about the sixties. How, how large now. is it? Yeah, what how how large are these it, tiles? They're one foot by one. Foot. Okay, yeah. Stop now because it sounds like you are pulling up asbestos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes, please get it checked. It, it's not expensive to have it checked, right. uh, but it's it's if it, if it's asbestos, you you definitely there's different processes. So yeah, I, that, I would that's going to have it. to be done by a specialist, Mark, um, right. because that that can get very dangerous very fast. Sure. Okay, that's good to know. Just kind of ruined your Wednesday, didn't we, or Saturday? No, that's, that's, can I can I leave it? If, yes, if, yes, if undisturbed. Yes, yes, you can encapsulate it, and 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 that's the thing to do. But if you've already so, disturbed it, Mark, right? You, you may already have an issue where it needs to go. Well, he could he could always put some floor leveler over it, and oh, yeah, some yeah. some embossing, and just go on top of that and lay your new floor over it. So nothing wrong with encapsulating it. That's what I'm going to do. Then. Okay. Thank you, guys. Uh, that solves the other problem, too. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Definitely a good mask. All right. <clears throat> M3 or better. Concrete fixes everything. Okay. We're going to go to uh, – oh, this can't be right. This is a name, correct? Okay, good. This is a name. Governor <laughs> in Eupora. I was afraid that that was the governor. The governor. <laughs> you poor. Well, it is the governor. Yes. Uh, a dryer scorching clothes. Are you with us, governor? Oh, no, they hung up. Governor, okay, quit. let's keep moving. You know, Jason, uh, the, the caller before mm-hmm. with the old house smell, I wondered did she have carpet in her house? You know, because sometimes that old pad. Ooh, well, that's good. I, you know, I, be so... I, I thought the way I understood the call was that the smell just appeared. It, well, I don't know if she just bought the house or okay. yeah, she said okay. she just bought it. And, and so you may have, there may, have yeah, that old knows? carpet. And if it had um, animal urine or any old smell, oh, you know, it just point. keeps coming back. Yeah. It could be point. down to the, yeah. to the slab. If True. it's if it's True. down in the pad, oh, oh, man. Then, then you never I mean, it's got to go out. And then it soaks into the concrete pores. It's, right. It's rough. All right. We, we started talking about the Home Builder Association of Jackson uh, had a home maintenance for fall schedule. And we talked about caulking up the gaps around your home, uh, checking the ceiling and roof insulation. Can this be a DIY? Believe it or not, I, we had a story about this just the other day where a friend of mine rented one of those uh, blowers, mm-hmm. uh, the the insulation blowers, and said that that was probably the most worthwhile project they've sure. done. And it was just he and his wife that did it. So there was no real heavy lifting. Right. Uh, now, it's it's difficult always when you're getting up in an attic. Oh, yes. But but he said the actual process of putting that stuff out, uh, he said the prep was much longer than the actual oh, yes. process of doing mm-hmm. it. Yes, tape it up. Yeah, and, I mean, it would definitely save you some money if you're willing to, to do just a little bit of labor. Right. Um, another is weatherproof your windows and doors. That's a big deal. Yes, it's it is. a very big deal, and especially we're getting into the fall season, and you'll start finding those leaks a lot quicker well, you, <laughs> when they're you know, cold. You know, the first thing that wears out on your front door is the door sweep. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, yeah, because it's constantly oh, yeah, rubbing. The little rubber piece on the yeah, bottom. Yeah, pull the door, put a new piece on. It's it's a $4 fix. Oh, and, man, that's a great idea. Uh, keep a close eye on the gutters. You can oh, yes. tell that this happens on occasion. I'll drive up to someone's house <laughs> and a little tree's growing out of the gutters. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, where an acorn has fallen into all the other muck and is now growing a perfectly good oak. Sure. <laughs> We've been cleaning off quite a deal of uh, flat roofs. You know, the um, flat roofs, they're going to yeah. hold a certain amount of water and debris, the uh, leaves and stuff, or stop up the uh, gutters and the uh, drains up top. So right. we've been doing a lot of uh, roof cleaning. Okay. Oh, oh, Governor's back on the line in Eupora, and you've got a dryer that scorches. Sorry, we lost you earlier, Governor. Yeah, right. I was uh, kind of lost my signal. You know how that is. Yep. Yeah, I have a dryer that seemed to be scorching clothes. <laughs> sheets and things wow. and uh, took the dry out and I noticed in the back that there was one brown area mm. in the back so what seemed to be going on it's been the kitchen I just on fire. tuned in earlier and heard you talking about another dryer by the thermostat or something but I yeah, that thermostat's pretty important, and if it's not turning off the dryer before it overheats, then it is an absolute danger to your home. I wouldn't even run the dryer right. until you can figure that out. But I can tell you there is a thermostat. It's not too hard to get to. Look it up on a video for your model, for your, uh, you know, your model dryer online. Just Google it. Uh, YouTube will come up with something there. But you just find that thermostat. And like I said, the thermostat's only like 20 bucks if you go to a good appliance place. You're not going to find these things at the big box or or a standard hardware store. It's probably going to be a, a, an appliance store. Okay, Is, so you think that may be the problem? 
Uh, It may be, and you know what? I always like to start with the cheapest solutions first. Sure. Because if not, it looks like it's going to burn up something. Well, you know, I mean, if there's a limit switch that cuts that heating element off and it fails, and then it then it may just leave it on all Ooh, the time. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Governor. Keep listening because there's a guy on the line, Bob and Jackson, and he's got a comment about the dryer scorch. Uh, there, there's a remedy for that. Wow. All right, uh, hang on just a second. Are you with us, Bob? Yeah. All right, Bob. Governor's on the line listening to you. So, what is this issue? Well, now I have a similar issue with an older dryer, and it turns out that it's not really scorching. What is it? There's a fiber seal where the drum uh, rests in the front of the dryer, uh-huh. and it's begun to deteriorate. So sometimes a piece of cloth will get up in there and will have a burn smell around and around mm. and around, and it's not so much a scorch as, as a, uh, a stain or something like that. Uh, a telltale for this would be is if he pulls clothing out of the dryer and it's all twisted up. Right. Or uh-huh. uh, like a, a fabric belt or something like that on a, on a robe or something, whatever. If it's just right. spun, all right, that's Bob. Probably what his deal is. I appreciate it. We have we have run out of time. Fix It One Hundred and One is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate you calling in. And is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. Oh, special thanks to Timmy for calling in, too. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.